All right, we are live. Hey, everybody. Oh, that's kind of angled down. Let's tilt that up a little bit. Okay, there we go. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Clay. Uh, we're live here. Uh, I had some questions yesterday about people that didn't believe that, the, that this was live. They thought it was pre-recorded, but no. This is live. It is Friday, um, March, what is today, the 8th, 2019. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, this isn't live if you're watching the recording of it. You know, after this live is over, it becomes a regular YouTube video. So if you're watching this from the future, um, greetings. I hope the future is wonderful. Um, anyway, yeah, so today we are talking about what is a healthy relationship. Before we go ahead and get into that, though, please go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you like what we're doing here. And uh, please feel free to hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications when we do things like this live broadcast once again. Um, yeah, and if you want to learn more about how to have a great healthy relationship, you might be interested in our book, Be Loved for Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. So with that being said, let's talk about healthy relationships. What is a healthy relationship? It is my belief that a healthy relationship is one where you can get your needs met and one where your partner can get their needs met. Um, you know, the, the, the big need, not like, you know, need number 25 on the list or something like that, but the, the really important ones, the ones that are, that are really important to you. And um, it can also be difficult because a lot of people do not come into a relationship, come into a dating scenario really being completely vulnerable and transparent about who they are. Instead, they do these things like playing mind games, like playing hard to get, or using weird jealousy tactics, or uh, things like that, you know, running game on one another, and all that. And you know, if that, if that stuff is legit, if that's part of who you are, hey, that's great, that's fine, more power to you. You know, if you really are hard to get, that's fine. But if you're just sitting around in your uh, sweatpants, pretending that you're busy, you're pretending that you're don't have the, pretending that you don't have the time to text somebody back, then that is an entirely different story. And uh, this creates a difficult dynamic because you are not broadcasting who you are, so you're not broadcasting uh, what your actual needs are, and you're also creating a false image of who you are for the other person. So the other person, well, they're evaluating you they might think that you're one way when really you're another. And you're like, well, yeah, that's the entire point of dating, right? It's to try to get the other person to be impressed with you so that they'll want to go out on a date with you, so that they'll want to be in a relationship with you or something like that. But that is not a great strategy for dating because it's, it's really a bait and switch. If somebody doesn't like you enough to like you as the person that you are when you're being honest, when you're being yourself, when you're being transparent, then they are probably not a good fit for you to be in a relationship. And that's just how it is, right? If you cannot be honest with somebody, then either you have some issues that you need to work through or uh, that person probably just isn't a good fit for you because maybe they are not accepting of your honesty. Maybe they're not um, honoring who you are or they're judgmental about who you are or something like that. And that's something that is not uh, part of a healthy relationship. 
Another important foundation of healthy relationships is that both of you have similar or uh, compatible values with one another. So that your values align and help you move towards a common goal or a common direction in life. And um, this is important because, you know, if your values are at odds with one another, then, you know, if you start to move towards living into your values, it might pull your partner away from living the most into their values. And that was, that was kind of what ultimately didn't work out between me and my um, big ex, the one that I was with for uh, seven years, is that uh, she was kind of wanting a lot of security, a lot of comfort zone kind of stuff, a lot of uh, fitting in kind of stuff. And I was wanting to experience more of like, hey, let's have some adventures in life. Let's do some cool stuff. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that either way is right or wrong. Uh, it's just that we were at odds when it came to our values. You know, for me to do things like travel around the world or to, you know, get on YouTube or, or things like that, um, it would be very uh, anti-comfort zone to, to my ex. And so that's, that's really the ultimate reason why we uh, didn't work out. But um, you want your values to be in alignment with one another. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you also probably want to make sure that, that both of you value trust and both of you value cooperation with one another. Because if you can't trust your partner, then that is not a great setup for a healthy relationship. Um, and of course, there's different reasons why you may or may not trust them. It could be because of something that they are actively doing, like uh, interacting with people of the opposite sex, or um, maybe they have a history of cheating or something like that. Or it could be things that are in your own mind, like uh, just you know being burned by past relationships or uh, just other bad experiences that you've had in your life as well too. And if it's you know in your own mind, obviously do what you need to do to work that out. If it is with actual behavior that your partner is demonstrating, uh, then you need to talk with them. And that brings us to the other value, which is cooperation, right? You wanna be able to cooperate with one another. You want to be able to actually um, work together as a team. And if you can't do that, if you know you need something and they're just gonna shut down, then that's, that's probably not a great sign. Um, of course, it could depend on like how you're bringing yourself to them. That's more like the icing on the cake kind of stuff though. Um, ultimately, they should be ideally more open to cooperating and working together with you as a team for you to have a great healthy relationship with one another. Um, yeah, so that's basically the cornerstone of healthy relationships is uh, making sure that you are able to get your needs met, making sure that your partner is able to get their needs met because, I mean, you know, it's not all just about you. It's great if you get your needs met, but if it's, uh, if they're not getting their needs met, then it's not a healthy relationship for them. And then, um, that's not a great setup either. And, um, another thing about healthy relationships too is like, it's not going to always be perfect and flawless and effortless and easy. Relationships do require compromise, they do require work, they do require you to let go of what you want in the moment from time to time. 
it, it's true, right? It, I mean, it's going to happen wherever you are in life, whenever you have two people that have schedules that may be at odds with one another, that may have conflicts in certain ways, who, you know, may need to do something and they may need you to pick up the slack a little bit, or you may need to do something and you need them to pick up the slack a little bit. And uh, those times when you're going to have to pick up the slack, it's not going to be fun, most likely. And you have to be okay with that. And you have to be okay with being willing to put your ego aside and not get your way once in a while. With that being said, though, if it's pulling you away from actually living into your values, then for a long period of time, then that could be a problem. Um, there's a difference between, you know, giving up everything that's important to you versus giving up creature comforts like chilling out in front of the TV after a hard day of work. You know, like I was talking about a couple videos ago, I can't remember the exact video exactly, but, you know, my wife and I, with a baby, it requires a lot of work. And there are times when I come home from work and I'm exhausted and I just want to chill out. And she's had a long day with the baby and she just wants to chill out. But uh, those are times when you got to suck it up and do what you need to do. Those are times when you have to let go of the creature comforts and say, okay, what's important to me? Being a good father is important to me. So I'm willing to put down my desire to zone out, to veg out, to relax, and actually do some important parenting stuff. And so um, relationships aren't always going to be easy. They will require some work. They will require some compromise. And that's one reason why emotionally unavailable people um, have a hard time with relationships and commitment is because they believe that they can find some sort of perfection out there. And because they believe that it's out there and that they can do it, they often give up on things that do not seem perfect, which of course is like everything, right? And so that's why you get these people that, that are like hot and cold, they come and go out of your life and all of that stuff. It's because they're really emotionally unavailable and uh, they like the idea of you from a distance, but once they start to get closer to you and see that, oh hey, you're an actual person and you have actual faults and flaws like anyone, that, um, that's when they kind of run away because it's like, oh, this might actually require work. This might actually require something of me. And so, um, yeah, that's what healthy relationships are all about. Anyway, if you want to learn more about all of this, all of this, not all of this, but all of this, uh, please check out modernlove.life slash book. You can find out more about our book, Be Loved for Who You Are. Uh, you also get a bonus book, The Self-Esteem Solution. It makes for some great weekend reading. Anyway, um, yeah, with that being said, I also, before we get into questions, I just want to check in with you guys. Like, how do you like this live stream format? Um, is this something that you like better than those, like, pre-recorded videos? Um, or, or do you like the pre-recorded videos better? That'd be cool to know. I'm, I've been doing this for about two weeks now, so um, I'm enjoying it a whole lot more. But ultimately, like, you guys are watching these videos, so I, I want to know what you're thinking about that, too. So, you know, if you're in the live stream, you know, let me know in the comments. If you're in the replay because you missed the live stream, let me know too. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and get into some comments and see what people are talking about. Uh, okay, we got some people just saying, hey, at the beginning of the live stream, hello from England. Oh, good, I guess, evening for you. Um, Lance and Malachi, Malachi? Hello, hello. Um, 
Clay, I'm feeling there is some things that he doesn't want to tell me. I think for fear that it will uh, go back, that it will go back to what it was when he left. Okay, so if I'm understanding this right, there are things that he wants to tell you, but he's not telling you because he's worried that it's going to shift the dynamic of the relationship back um, to around the time that he left. And that just means that he doesn't feel comfortable talking with you. That just means that he doesn't feel that he can trust you to really listen to him without judgment, without trying to make him wrong. Uh, he doesn't believe that you're going to accept what he's telling you, and he's worried that you're going to have a negative emotional reaction to it. And, you know, it, I mean, I don't know what it is, and it's fine if you're, like, upset by it, if you're sad about it or something like that, but I think that if you can actually hear him out, if you can listen to him and see things from his side, then he's going to feel a whole lot more comfortable actually telling you what's on his mind rather than hiding these things from you. Um, because if he knows that you're not going to make him wrong for whatever it is that he's going to tell you, then um, that's that's going to really help him open up. And that's another thing that um, I probably should have mentioned in the video for healthy relationships is that both people feel comfortable bringing themselves fully to the table. They don't have to put on those masks. They don't have to play hard to get. They don't have to play mind games. They don't have to um, do all these like weird shenanigans and all that. They can just be themselves. And if he's not feeling comfortable being himself, then that could be an issue that he just needs to work through because it's his own stuff, or it might be because um, in the past maybe you have responded in a you know dramatic reactionary sort of way to him, and if that's the case, uh, that might be something for you to work on. Okay, let's see. Where did we leave off? Okay. Um, yeah, live stream is better. All right, cool. I, I imagine all you guys on the actual live stream would like live streams because you're here, obviously, selecting yourselves as live stream watchers, but we'll, we'll see what the consensus is. Um, I love watching your videos every night. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I, I've started to do these every night it's, it's, or every day. It's a whole lot um, easier for me to do these than it is to do those like pre-done ones where, you, like, where I had to like film a whole bunch of them at a time and then go edit them, and it took like days or weeks to, to get all that taken care of. And it, it feels like more authentic, more genuine too than having to like post something that I filmed potentially weeks earlier and then I can't remember the exact mood or state that I was in and so it, it, it just doesn't feel natural to me. Um, like the live streams, a healthy relationship was what I thought I was in until she dumped me. All right, well, well yeah, I mean, if, if she dumped you, then clearly something wasn't working um, and it's worth uh, examining what wasn't working in that case pushed her away. She broke up with me, um, had a backup guy ready two weeks later. She says that she wants me back. Three days after that, she said um, that it felt forced and ended it again. Okay, yeah, so she's, she's, in the, she's in what we would call the riding the dragon stage, okay? So I don't know if you've watched some of my other videos on all of this, or if maybe this is one of the first videos you've seen of mine, but... Um, in the process of getting back together after a breakup, 
there are five distinct emotional stages that your ex will go through um, as they sort of start warming up to you. And not everybody starts at the furthest stage because it kind of depends on how bad the breakup is. But the, the, the furthest stage over is called wall of reactance. That's where your ex is totally shut off to you, not talking to you, uh, minimally responsive to you. Uh, after that is test drive. That's where your ex is willing to interact with you, but they're not willing to really invest emotionally. They may give you short one or two word phrases. The third stage is called riding the dragon, where they're actually open and, and able to interact with you, and they are able to bring their emotion to you, but their emotions are all over the map. And you'll get a lot of these back and forth, hot and cold things, because they are honestly really confused. And um, I doubt strongly that your ex or girlfriend or whatever her status is right now um, is doing this back and forth stuff to like jerk you around intentionally. It would be very unusual for that to happen. I mean, there are people out there that would do that, but it's very unusual. Um, and most likely she's just honestly confused. You're confused, but she's probably you know, in the middle of all of this herself too, and she's confused too. She's like, well, I, I went into this other relationship. It wasn't all that great. I thought the grass was supposed to be greener, but it's not, it's worse. And now I have all these extra emotions because I'm going through this breakup with my ex. And now I want to get back together with my ex. And now I did, but now it's not the same. And now it's not as great as I remember. And now all the problems that we still had were still there. And so now I'm just falling apart and I'm just like a hot mess, right? And she's in the middle of that. And so if you want to work things out with her, what you need to do is you need to, number one, understand that, that all the stuff that's coming out of her mouth and all the things that she's doing, these are coming from a place of confusion. And you shouldn't put too much stock in what she says. So if she says, I regret breaking up with you. I, it was the worst choice I ever made. We should get back together. You could, I'm, I'm sure it feels great, but you don't want to like really hang your emotions on that because it's coming from a place of confusion. And the next day, the story could be completely the opposite. So you want to be a little bit detached from outcome. Notice that there's a difference between the words that are coming out of her mouth and where she's at emotionally. And then what you want to do is you want to connect with her on an emotional level rather than hang on to those words that are coming out of her mouth, whether they're good words or bad words or both from one day to the next. You want to stay connected to that point of confusion and just say, hey, I, under I understand you're totally confused right now and maybe you miss me a lot and uh, maybe you want to see what's possible with us. And I think that might be an interesting idea too, but let's take it slow so that we don't get in over our heads, right? That way, you're giving her permission to take things slow. You're giving her permission to feel confused. You're giving her, her permission to feel things out rather than commit before she's ready. And uh, that's, that's what I'd recommend in that situation. Uh, let's see, we've got a couple more questions. Where did we leave off? Um, got a deleted message there. Okay, yeah, she got a visa, told me that she built a life for herself in Germany, and I should move on. She did the classic grass is greener. Okay, yeah, Sean, I think I saw, maybe I'm getting you mixed up with someone else, but I think I saw your comments on um, some other videos earlier this week where she was going to move to your country. I don't know what country you're in. But she was going to move to your country, and then as soon as the visa paperwork went through and it became real, then she backed out. If, if that's you, then this will make sense. If that is not you, then this will probably not make sense. But um, if that was the case, then, uh, oh yeah, that, <laughs> Sean's just saying, yeah, that is me. Um, but if that's the case, 
then she might be emotionally unavailable, right? If you were in a long-distance relationship, she might have been um, in love with the idea of being in a relationship and the idea that things might be moving towards a point in time where it's going to come together into a great relationship. But as soon as that got real, like we were talking about a moment ago, um, she was met with the realization that, hey, perfection isn't real. This is an imperfect situation, as all situations are. And um, I would actually have to do things like give up my life here in Germany. I would have to go move to, I think you said the United States. I would have to start a, a new life. Uh, Sean would probably be the only person that I know. I don't know, maybe I'd know a couple other people, Sean's friends or family or something. Um, and it would, be, it, would be, it would be more than just a fantasy. And so that may have scared her away. And uh, I, again, I'm not entirely sold on the idea that she's emotionally unavailable, but it is a possibility. So definitely keep that in mind. Um, it could also just be that she just has a hard time with change. She just has a hard time stepping into the unknown. That could totally be a possibility as well, too. So um, just keep those two things in mind when, when it comes to you interacting with her. Either she may be emotionally unavailable or maybe she's just scared. Maybe she just has a hard time with change and uh, embracing the unknown. Well, guys, um, again, I, I, I want to try to keep these videos around 20 to or so minutes long because um, believe it or not I get complaints when these videos are too long so I'm gonna wrap this one up but I want to thank you, you guys for showing up here on this live stream I want to thank you for interacting and commenting and all that um, once again if you like this give us a thumbs up go ahead and subscribe to the channel um, share this with anyone you think might be interested in it and if you want some weekend reading check out modernlove.life slash book and you can go ahead and pick up our book for $7 US. Anyway, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. I have a few more things to do before I can call it a weekend. Um, but yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Please take care.